0: Today, a new bombshell court filing says Hillary Clinton was the one behind Spygate. Justin Trudeau taking unprecedented emergency powers over his citizens who are protesting for their own bodily autonomy. And another reminder that the elites in Hollywood think that they're better than you. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. to the news and why it matters happy valentine's day to all of you who celebrate a hallmark holiday i don't particularly i'm sarah gonzalez and uh, i am joined today by eric july blaze tv contributor and host of for canon's sake and blaze tv contributor john doyle of uh, Heck Off commie. I. why are you smiling at me like that?
1: What'd you call it, a hallmark holiday? Yes. A Catholic holiday, it's an East Orthodox holiday, commemorating St. Valentine. I just, nobody, nobody commemorates St. Valentine. I know winning. you don't, but you know, in our household we do. Really? Oh yeah. I big lo- St. Valentine's fan.
0: Pigsaw it didn't happen, John Toyle. I'll await those tonight, okay? Because it's just all about the 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 can the chocolate companies and the flour companies, and they're profiting big. And uh, these things just die and make you fat. So I don't believe in them personally. Uh, But uh, let's get to the news of the day. So Special Counsel John Durham, who uh, is, of course, he has been investigating the origins of the FBI's Trump-Russia probe, said in a new court filing that lawyers for the Clinton campaign paid a tech company to infiltrate servers belonging to Trump Tower and the Trump White House so that they could establish a narrative linking President Trump to Russia. Now, uh, the way that this all played out was that they were actually, uh, they were doing all of this obviously during the campaign, not just after President Trump uh, had become Elected, so uh, this this indictment uh, happened, and uh, against Michael Sussman, who was charged with allegedly lying to the FBI. The indictment happened against Sussman, and uh, apparently. He told then FBI general counsel James Baker uh, that he was not doing work for quote any client when he requested and held a meeting in which he presented purported data and white papers that allegedly demonstrated a covert communications channel between the Trump organization and Alpha Bank, but Actually, in Durham's court filing, he says that Sussman had actually assembled and conveyed the allegations to the FBI on behalf of at least two specific clients, including a technology executive at a U.S.-based Internet company and, of course, the Clinton campaign. Now... I want to hear your thoughts on this, gentlemen, because when you really when you really dig into the details of all of that has transpired and no one has really been held accountable for it, these players have not been held accountable for it. It really, I think it like makes Watergate look like a teeny tiny minuscule blip in the radar. But I also want to not uh, lose track of how President Trump was treated when he told people, I was spied on, my campaign was spied on. He was called a crazy person, a conspiracy theorist, all of these things. Let's listen to President Trump uh, just, I, I believe this was in 2019, maybe 2020, when he was talking to 60 Minutes Leslie Stahl and he talked about the fact that he had been spied on and she shot it down and was very condescending to him for something that he knew was right all along. And you know, now, of course, as the evidence comes out, turns out he was right, watch. So, the biggest
2: scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, well, there's Leslie.
0: no e- real evidence of that. Of course there is. It's no. all over the
2: place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they can got caught. I, can
0: I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. you won't put on. it on
2: because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put you, on
0: things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied
2: and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been that. totally verified.
0: No.
2: It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to put it on the air. No,
0: as a matter of fact, I don't know that. And as we know, there was information available on that, but now it is linked directly to uh, the Clinton campaign. Um, It's just very frustrating watching that. It kind of makes my blood boil because I remember how he was treated when he was. And by the way, this was October 2020 that this interview took place. Uh, I remember how he was treated, how he was, uh, you know, purported to be in the media this like crazy conspiracy theory guy talking about people spying on him and it didn't really take place. And, you know, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should impeach him because he doesn't seem to be fit for office. Meanwhile, we have like an old dementia patient, uh, sitting around eating pudding all day and that seems to be totally fine for them.
2: Yeah. It's just, it was crazy how people thought that it was so unusual that something like that could be even orchestrated by someone as Corrupt and, and as high up on the chain as a Hillary Clinton. Hillary, you
0: think Hillary Clinton is corrupt? I mean, if there's one person what?
2: that I would, because she's a woman. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> He's that's true. Sexist. I know it's, uh, it kicks in every now and then, especially <laughs> on Valentine's Day. But seriously, like it's it, 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 it wasn't insane when it was first mentioned. Now we maybe have something a little more uh, concrete and. The way that they did it and kind of trying to link it to someone else when it was basically this is politics one on one. So they could try to cover the tracks. Looks like it didn't work as well as maybe they had anticipated that it would work. But this in itself isn't unusual. And it just goes to show that. And I know it seems when you listen to 60 Minutes and you hear her try to say, oh, there's no way we don't have any proof of that. It seems like something to blow off. But it's not because I think that is the attitude of just media kind of in, in general you mentioned like watergate gate uh, this should be just as if not worse but it's not talked about it in that regard so it'll never be seen mm-hmm. a- as that mm-hmm. bad and and that's why you can't really be an advocate to in my honest opinion for like liberty in this space if you don't address that problem I know I can go yep. on with the uh, public education system all day long, but specifically with these guys who control what is deemed as legitimate forms of information. Because even now, like what you mentioned, what's gonna happen to Hillary?
0: Yeah, Uh, so John, I wanna add to this conversation. uh, Some tweets have surfaced uh, from 2016 from Hillary Clinton at the time that they were trying to put all of this on Trump. She said, computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank, and then followed that up with a tweet that said, it's time for Trump to answer serious questions about his ties to Russia.
1: Yeah, there are people who still like literally believe that Donald Trump was in the pocket of Russia just because he basically came out and was like, well, why are we involved? And they're not doing anything to us. Putin's basically like a cool guy. But to his point about narrative control, I mean, you know, if you present this information like we literally, this is like broken, right? It's mainstream news. This is, mm-hmm. the, well, the, well, come on, this, this isn't as bad as Watergate. I mean, come on, Watergate is Watergate. And they're appealing to this thing that we were all taught when we were children mm-hmm. in schools. The only thing we were taught about the Nixon administration was Watergate. And even then, no one really knows how, inconsequential it was. Like, I mean, they did some things, some people did some things, and then he covered it up, or he at least tried to. But fundamentally, like, Nixon really was the the precursor to Trump. I mean, he understood that the press and the universities are the enemy, and that's who, of course, took him down and who are going to cement his legacy as something that is bad. But this kind of calls to that cycle that we discuss on the show often about how when something first starts to break, they're like, "Uh, well, that's just, that's not true. You know, there's no evidence of that. And this is because, and she's such a great representation of these people, because they're incapable Mm -hmm. of independent thought. So it's not like, I'm going to look at this information and infer from it a conclusion. It's, no, I need the conclusion in front of me. I need the evidence, Mm -hmm. right? I need the article to say this thing, and I'm going to just have that be my opinion. Mm -hmm. And then when there's a little bit of evidence, well, that's been debunked. That's a conspiracy theory, like that Alex Jones guy. You don't want to be like him. And then after a while... Only
0: when it's a conservative, though. Right. If it's a liberal coming on there and and spouting off all of these things with nothing to back it up, they have no problem running
1: Exactly. And so now, you know, it dies down, no one talks about it, and then it comes out, and then it's like, well, this did happen, but it was good, actually, because (laughs) Donald Trump was a threat to our democracy and our values and who we are and I just I'm really excited Sarah for our very own truth and reconciliation commission when we hold all these people accountable. Oh
0: I gosh I hope that happens and I hope it's on (laughs) on videotape so I can watch it over and over again. Uh, Okay so Eric I Look, I know you have vocalized on the show that you really want Hillary Clinton yes. to, to run because yes. I guess Eric, Eric just wants to watch the world burn and <laughs> sit and laugh, I guess. But li- listen to this part of the story, Eric, because it's just like this is really bad. So Kash Patel, who worked as the chief investigator on the Trump-Russia probe for the House Intelligence Committee, said that this filing uh, actually shows that the Clinton campaign worked to infiltrate Trump Tower and shows that, quote, the Hillary Clinton campaign directly funded and ordered its lawyers at Perkins Cole to orchestrate a criminal enterprise to fabricate a connection between President Trump and Russia. That, like... That's a big deal. How could you want this woman to run again? Well, because I
2: like crap shows and that's exactly what it would be in the event that she'd run. But she um, could
0: win because as we know, Joe Biden did get 81 million votes. He is the most popular five. president. Absolutely. Right. In, um, in history. Yeah.
2: Uh, but I mean, if you thought those were dirty tricks, if we get her back in in there, I think it's going to be even more dirty tricks. And I guess the silver lining is that people will look at this kind of system and how it exists as something that shouldn't even be seen as legitimate. I see that as a, a net positive for us, um, even if we have to suffer for the time being, because we're going to do that either way. And this is not a black pill. This is actually a white one. If you actually listen to what it is that I'm saying. But like I mentioned in the previous kind of kind of segment there, I don't think this is the only time this has happened. I wouldn't put it, you know, beyond these no, weirdos that folks on the other side are not doing a similar thing as regards to trying to tie their enemy to something bad so they can kind of ding them on it. It's just obviously it's lopsided in terms of what's covered as what's seen as bad. So going back to the point about narrative control, this is what it all amounts to. Mm -hmm. They can speak something into existence. We can see it with our own eyes. But like to to your point, she was just looking at that and was like, there's no we don't have any evidence. I haven't looked at it. Our, Our company hasn't looked at it by any means. The journalists that work for us haven't actually dug in on this. It's more of they told us that this wasn't the case. So we're just going to repeat what it is that they said. We've seen that with COVID happened time and time again where they don't actually do what it is their jobs.
0: Well, experts say that masks work.
2: That's all it has to. That's And, that, and once you say, once you put that in front of yeah. it, that's really, if you really want people to believe it, just say, you ain't even got to explain it. Yeah. Just say trust the science. And in this case, I guess you trust the trust the computer science. And, right, yeah, right. Was,
0: Are you? Do you want Hillary Clinton to run again?
1: Honestly, yeah. 2016. what is wrong with you guys? I am a card-carrying veteran of the great meme war of 2016. (laughs) I was on the front lines and this is just so much fun and it would just be great content. So even if she does end up fortifying her way into office, I mean, Joseph DeMaster once said that every country has the government that it deserves and I think that that's basically true. I mean, you look at how much everyone in this country has capitulated over the last 70 years. Are we really surprised that we're in this state? Like, we kind of deserve it, you know? Maybe from the ashes we will rise like the phoenix and build something better. But in the meantime, like, do we really believe that with all of our institutions so compromised that we actually deserve a president who transcends what Joe Biden demonstrates to the world is like literally soiling himself in front of the Pope and like eating ice cream? Like that is our president. Like. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, there are some of us who deserve a little bit more.
1: You. A, a woman believes that she deserves something more than the rest of us on Valentine's Day.
0: No, I I'm actually meant everyone at this table, but never mind. I don't include you anymore. Uh, all right, let's get to, when we come back, let's get to uh, what's going on in Canada with Justin Trudeau. Uh, oh, gosh, it is... It's, There's a lot to get into there. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if you like a good snack throughout the day, maybe you have a sweet tooth, but uh, you don't want to expand your waistline because who wants to be fat, right? Uh, Listen, you got to try Built Bar if you are looking to satisfy your sweet tooth uh, with something that is healthy. It's low calorie. It is low carb. It's low sugar, high in protein and fiber, though. So you're going to get all of the good stuff and you're going to feel like you're cheating on your diet because they all taste like you're eating a candy bar, but you're not you are eating something that is going to help you stay on track. You can go to Built.com. All right, they've got a ton of different flavors. Uh, Chocolate chip cookie dough is one of my favorites. Coconut brownie chunk, whenever they have that, make sure to snag it up. And try any of the Built Puffs. Uh, If you like a marshmallow consistency, those will not let you down. I know I'm already making you hungry, so you got to go to the website and pick the flavors that you like the most, Uh, and you're going to get an addiction just like me and so many others. It is Built.com, promo code NEWS15 for 15% off. That is Built.com, promo code NEWS15. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is responding to the Freedom Convoy by using the Nation's Emergencies Act that would give the federal government additional power to counter protesters uh, across the entire nation. Um, This is Justin Trudeau's tweet from today. Today I convened another incident response group meeting. We covered further actions the government can take to help end the blockades and occupations. We'll keep working urgently on this to protect jobs public safety, our neighborhoods, and our economy. Uh, And so, apparently, if Trudeau does invoke the measure, it would give him power to prohibit aspects of public assembly and travel in his efforts to stop the Freedom Convoy protesters from continuing their efforts. Which, by the way, this is not, they're not like, um, I don't know, burning down buildings, uh, assaulting people, uh, right, we're not leaving, leaving, yeah. Um, They're not doing anything of that nature, The, the things that the United States saw that I know Justin Trudeau was in support of. They're just standing there saying we're not going to do our jobs that you're asking us to do anymore because you are requiring us to violate our bodily autonomy and we don't want that, which I feel like is pretty reasonable. But... uh what do I know? So um, I want to throw along with this story, uh, the, the give, send, go aspect, because I know we've been covering this on the show. I find this to be fascinating. Uh, give, send, go is, of course, the second donation fundraising website that the Freedom Convoy has been involved in. The first one was, of course, GoFundMe. And we know how that turned out. So give, send, go. They started, uh, Give, send, Go said, bring, bring yourselves here. We will help you. We're not going to take your money. We're not going to listen to your government saying that we need to freeze this account. We, the money will go directly to the people who assembled this particular fundraiser. And uh, Give, send, Go was actually hacked. Um, and they hacked them. I believe it said, what does it say? Give, send, Gone, when you went to the website. And uh, they have a manifesto condemning the website and the Freedom Convoy. The hackers put that up in place of the actual website. And then they Mm. leaked the information of the donors to this convoy. Uh, They leaked all of their names and information because I I guess it's wrong you should be punished in society if you believe in freedom and liberty it's a really wild time right now a really really wild time guys
2: yeah the trudeau thing It's not much i can add to that that i haven't already said on the show before it's just crazy how these guys use these emergency powers to do all sorts of things that seem to contradict their other aspects like uh Migration and all those things that Trudeau seems to be very fond of that he wants to now stop because these people aren't doing what he wants them to do or rather advocating what he wants them uh, to advocate. That other part, though, I think is perhaps the, the more important thing to discuss, and it's about these guys and the dirty tricks and, and what it is that they attempt to do. This is why I had said, if you are going to ever be an alternative to what is deemed as, let's say, the mainstream, you gotta take care of business. I think we've seen too many people in the tech spot, even though we have all these great minds in the tech industry that claim to be uh, valuers of liberty, that. They're not on their crap, so they're not ready for the big moment. You get this big funnel of, uh, yes, just about anybody can be hacked, but you had to expect that these guys are gonna attempt everything it is that is in their power. And we haven't heard stuff like this, to my knowledge, happening to like the Gabs of the world and and all of that, who has just as much, you know, criticism as gifts and gold does right now but you got to take care of business. I think it's something that anybody can learn that is trying to enter in the space of being an alternative this isn't me saying you suck gifts and gold no it's me saying that look what they did to them if you don't think that they're gonna you know not trying to do that to you you're crazy any event that you present something that is going to be to the contrary of what it is that they're doing definitely in a parallel sense of the economy it's something that you have to take seriously uh, and really lay that foundation and really Present yourself as if you are, and you have access to those same resources that all those clowns up at the top of who we deem as mainstream has. Because these guys gonna try, they're gonna try all their little dirty tricks.
0: So the Guardian uh, apparently had an exclusive interview with the hacker. I don't know how they verified that like this. It was the Wouldn't hacker. Would be surprised it was a fit. That's. Where I was going with this, they claim that they belong to the hacktivist group, which is ridiculous. Uh, It's called Anonymous, is their group's name.
1: Oh, no, these guys.
0: Yeah, but... (sighs) I just can't help but be like, was it, but but which government though?
1: That was like the quintessential WARP right? of like 2013, 2014. Like there were guys at my school who would claim to be like hackers and they would like log into your phone when you were like not looking and they would like, you know, delete apps or something. Yeah. You're like, you're not hacking. I mean, literally the way that like journalism is practiced, you could be working at a place and just tell your editor, uh, you know, they reached out to me and I have to for right. I have to keep them anonymous. They could just be lying. They could literally just be lying. And I, I totally think that that's what Within uh, their their ethical school, to do that and have it be okay with them, but. I don't like how Justin Trudeau gets to be the arbiter of what constitutes an emergency. Like, everyone in the in the world, at least where the power was, they're more than willing to wield the power of the state to just hit pause on, like, a $4 trillion economy. Mm-hmm. And then they let our small businesses get destroyed and our, like, communities get hollowed out. And people kill themselves and get addicted to drugs. And everyone's now really fat and, like, really out of shape. Like, I saw recently the average, like, amount of weight put on by, like, Americans. And not coincidentally, all of a sudden people are having heart attacks. But it's only because of the stress <laughs> from the, the pandemic. Heart attacks
0: can happen at any time. Yeah. Yeah. The Even the
1: told us. It's only because of the stress, I mean, yeah. this has just been really hard. But now that they're pausing such a significant amount of trade with this trucker thing, now Justin Trudeau's getting calls from his wealthy friends. They're like, hey, they're pausing, like, what, $300 million worth of trade a day. Mm-hmm. Now it's starting to affect them. Yep. They had time before the lockdowns to get their stocks in order to make sure everything was going to be fine. People didn't know. So now that it's shut down, now it's affecting them and they want to start wielding these emergency powers. And it just goes to show, like, a- any bit of advocacy that the left has for the workers it's insecurity. It's class insecurity. These are people who go get overeducated, and they have their fancy degree, and they think that they should be out of, out of college, making you know six figures a year or something approximating that, and then they're making less than someone who works as like a manager at Panda Express, and they're like, "What? But, like, I know all these like vocab terms, what?" And so then they get mad at truckers who make decent money for right. working, and they just want to you know truck and just be like instinctively right wing. They're just like, "You know, government don't <laughs> need to know how big my shotgun is." Like that's like their whole shtick. and so they have to get mad at these people because anything that is in opposition to the regime, they will just define as fascism. Mm -hmm. And the workers are defined as basically like how brown and how gay you are. But if you're like actually like a working class person, they don't care about you at all.
0: So I just want to, I just want to dive a little bit deeper, deeper into my conspiracy theory that this was in fact like the Canadian, or the, the, yeah, the Canadian government is what I'm thinking because if you guys recall, Justin Trudeau has kind of like, blamed america a little bit indirectly yeah. for what's happening in canada right now right with the truckers well this is what the hacker told the guardian he said that canada is not safe from foreign political manipulation because you see a huge amount of money that isn't even coming from canada and they cite the united states as that other country that the money's coming from i'm like Sounds a little bit like what Justin Trudeau is trying to say.
2: Well, yeah, no, to John's point, like these guys are LARPers anyway, so that probably, I mean, it could be. Isn't a fed, that,
0: wouldn't that be such a like federal government thing to do is be like, yeah, that, oh, what wait, wait, which group should they belong to? Yeah. I know, yeah, exactly. Anonymous, Most that's definitely. the group. Most
2: definitely, but yeah, I wouldn't put it past them that they, because look, the, to John's point, the point that we've made before, like the, this is now impacting their bottom line. Yeah. And this is why they're so against it. When you're talking about, you know, like to, to your point again, they paused our economy. It shut, and this happened all around the world, shutting down, uh, uh, you know, small businesses. You had billionaires, new ones created that were tied to the pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. and whatnot, despite your businesses being destroyed. And now you're in a situation where the folks that are in the ivory towers or rather that are in the upper echelon of society, they like to think they're being impacted. They don't even know how they get half their goods anyway, but they know now it is impacting them. So now they have to do something about it. They talked about that one bridge or whatever between U.S. and Canada, where a lot of these truckers are. And it's stopping so much uh, 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 trade. This is what's going to have to happen, and I believe it was a vote or something that was put up today, like right before the show. I'm pretty sure people will fact check me on this in which they basically voted to keep these federal mandates in place. Truckers are gonna stay there as long as that's the case, so this is going to continue. So, I wanna know how this game of chicken it's certainly going to end because it seems like these truckers are prepared. We, we spoke to Benjamin Dictor. Yeah. They're prepared to be there as long as they need to be there. But it's Trudeau prepared to allow, because this is what's going to happen. You're allowing your people to suffer because you want to force them to have to get an injection that they don't want. At what point does it then start looking bad on him? I don't know. That requires for people to have some sort of rational thought. I don't know if I trust that much in them. Yeah, maybe I, can, I don't know. Canadians maybe even worse. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, the world is crazy crumbling, and uh, I'm pretty much cynical about all of it these days, so I don't know. But um, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So here's the deal, guys. If you are buying your meat in a grocery store, You have, like, if you haven't looked into it, you have no idea how gross this meat is. The chickens uh, are dipped in chlorine. Uh, It's just really gross. And that's because big food doesn't have the same quality standards that the family farm has. That is why you need moinkbox.com. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork, chicken, salmon, uh, all direct to your door. And they are helping family farms become financially independent outside of big Ag. Now they're animals again they're not like they're not the ones that you are going to find in the supermarkets where they're treated poorly and they're just in these crowded uh, quarters and they can't move. These animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean. And by the way, this meat is going to be free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, all the other crap that you don't realize is in the pre-packaged meat in the meat aisle. You gotta go to moinkbox.com slash news. You will get a year of filet mignon for free. And then you can pick which meats you want delivered with your first box. By the way, you can change what you get each month and you can cancel anytime. all right? Uh, we love moinkbox at our house. My son is obsessed with their bacon specifically, but everything that we have had from theirs has just been, like, it tastes fresh, it tastes delicious, it is just the best of the best. And I can know that I am putting good things into my body without the added like gross chlorine and bleach and whatever else they put in there. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com news and get that free filet mignon for a year. That is moinkbox.com news. The Super Bowl was last night. Uh, I didn't know until I just read it because I didn't watch it. But for those of you who did, you may have noticed that attendees uh, were supposed to wear a face mask at the stadium in LA. But um, you know, it's interesting. Because as you read the official NFL website, which states fans will be co- required to comply with all L.A. County COVID-19 health and safety protocols to enter the Super Bowl. Uh, updated protocols include, but are not limited to, a mandatory mask requirement inside the stadium. That's in all in caps, inside the stadium for everyone, in all caps, over two years of age, regardless of vaccination status. Um, I'm sure you guys will be shocked. You will be shocked to hear that uh, there was literally no celebrity who did not have um, who, bare face. They're they all, those of you who are watching, you can see, oh, that's a great one, LeBron. Uh, no mask there. No mask there. No mask there. Who is that? Charlie Theron? Mm-hmm. Who is that? Mark Wahlberg? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Two for two. Sean Penn, no mask. They're all, all of the celebrities. Standing there, Matt Damon, who looks horrible with a mustache, uh, all just standing there. Uh, they don't even care. They—they're not even trying. They're not holding masks in their hands. They're not. I know Eric Garcetti was seen again, no mask on. It's amazing, honestly. Breath, though, how man, much he, this guy can hold his breath? Gotta
2: be fair. He's holding his breath. It, and that, that has, has to 0% be a record <laughs> transmission rate. That
0: has to be a record, a record long holding your breath through the entire Super Bowl game. <laughs> I hope he gets put in the Guinness Book of World Records for that because that is really impressive. These people. Like, they don't believe that COVID is a real threat. If they did, they would be wearing the mask. Yeah. They don't. And they stand there up in their, you know, suites while the peasants around them mask up and uh, show the proof of their vaccination status and all of these things, and they, they're they just not even hiding it anymore. Yeah, It's and, incredible.
2: And, and for those that will act as if that's like not true as far as what the rules were, no, if you went to like their own website where the Super Bowl yeah. was housed, it, it specifically stated it said, that you had to, uh, everybody was required yeah, to wear a mask. Inside the stadium re- for everyone. Regardless of vaccination status. And you can, of course, t- attend it if you had provided a negative t- Test And or you were vaccinated fully. However, all everybody was supposed to be wearing a mask. They don't. Said before, these guys are not scared of COVID. They never have been scared of COVID. They show you that. But from I guess this is the take that I have, because it's funny, I didn't watch this. I didn't watch the Super Bowl in, in a minute. I haven't really watched sports, to be fair, aside from like listening to maybe some sports radio when I'm driving to and from here, Uh, but other than that, it's not really anything that I care about anymore. After the Summer of Love in 2020, I kind of gave up on all this stuff, and it hasn't been so bad. I'm like, oh, I'm without sports, it's not not that bad. But it just, man, how many more reminders do people need of the fact that these guys see you as beneath them, period. See them as beneath them, but the only difference And this is why I get critical of conservatives. The only difference is that the conservatives fund the leftists, the leftists don't fund them. And I sat and watched all these keys get jangled in front of everybody regarding the Super Bowl, not only just the halftime show, the dang commercials that were in between, oh, this movie looks good. And I'm sitting here like, man, we got a lot of work to do culturally because all it takes is one event and everybody just forgets. And then we post, oh, well, just shut up and enjoy stuff. I was like, dude, you don't have the luxury of doing that because, again, the left doesn't reciprocate anything. In that regards. Mm-hmm. they don't go to your functions or anything like that yet we continue to line the pockets up of some crackhead that will be in the middle during the halftime show will highlight how much they really don't they don't. They, these guys don't like you, nor do they follow the rules. And that's what more so I'm referring to. Less about them calling you Nazi and all that stuff, but more about the simple fact that these guys abide by a different set of rules than you. They brag about it, and you don't do anything but continue to line up their pockets with your viewership, with your uh, with with your direct money, and then we come out on the other side like, man, why why are we taking so many L's from the cultural standpoint? I don't know. Maybe because you got a crack addiction when it comes to this stuff. Yeah,
0: you get, no, nothing you said is untrue there, Eric. I'm right. Uh, I'm
2: I mean, like people are gonna be mad at me, but I'm right.
0: I want yeah, to. I want to oh. add to the conversation too, just, to, just for some perspective. Mm. The state of California is still in a state of emergency.
2: Who cares? And the kids are gonna be masked.
0: Well, uh, I'm saying they're the like right, right. They're the they're they're in a state of emergency. Their children are still being sent to school in masks, but they just had a Super Bowl where everyone was standing right next to each other with no masks on.
1: Well. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg—they <laughs> gave a very compelling performance, and I think they advertised it beforehand as the performance that was going to make it so the music industry could not ignore them anymore. And I hadn't heard about this this rap stuff before that performance, <laughs> actually. And you know, I, I thought it was uh, it was pretty cool, you know, the yeah. way that they were you know rhyming to the. I thought that was very cool. Were you so.
0: getting jiggy with it?
1: Um. Okay, that was it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to make my other points. But whenever you criticize like the whole sports ball culture, everyone's always going to oh what you don't like competition you don't like masculinity and it's like dude you are so emasculated that the only time you're ever gonna get mad is if this guy's wearing a jersey from another city and I don't like him but he's still an American it's like yeah but he likes you know the Eagles and I like the Lions and it's like who cares they have condensed aggression and masculinity to where it can only be displayed within the context of a venue that hates you literally they're running advertisements that say football is gay the NFL ran those advertisements why are they doing that just to remind you this is what we're doing and you can't stop it same thing with the masks doesn't do anything but this is what we're doing and you will comply and it's like you can't get mad at the Chinese or you can't get mad at Mexico but they're arguably not even arguably demonstrably doing like measurably worse things to this country than I don't know the Flyers or whatever team you're going to get mad at (laughs) but you can only be tribal and you can only be aggressive if it's within this commodified space where they're selling drinks and jerseys and ad space and all this stuff and you're just like you know what this is what America's about and it's like you know well, that maybe maybe we deserve this then <laughs> uh, yeah
0: well I look it, I'll say can I just give a silver lining here yeah DC is about to uh, drop some of their mandates so they just announced today that their indoor vaccine mandate is expiring tomorrow they just announced this um, the mask mandate will lift on March 1st there are some exceptions uh, including I believe schools, child care facilities and libraries will still oh need to be uh, masked it's, up. There's
2: not much I can say. They continue to, and you guys are still sending our kids to school there. I know we got some friends out there in D.C. who are probably doing the same thing as they pontificate and lecture everybody about how much it sucks, but continue to send their not-hear kids to the enemy. Why they have to wear diapers on their face. At this point, you get what you deserve.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, all right, we've got, like more. we've got more to come. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. So, look, um, Obama previously was like the best gun salesman ever, uh, inadvertently. Joe Biden, I think, is really giving him a run for his money. And I know, you know, we all need to feel like we need to stock up on our guns and our ammo. But uh, unfortunately, much like everything else in the economy, uh, ammo prices have jumped like 300%, and that's caused a lot of gun owners to stop training. Don't stop training, all right? You need to stay accurate. You never know when something's gonna happen that you're gonna need it for, especially under the Biden administration. Uh, I, Target Pro will... help you do that they have this system where you can dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the privacy of your own home. So not only can you really stay sharp with your uh, firearm, and by the way, they come in all different calibers, you can stay sharp with your firearm, but it's also going to pay for itself in one time of use with the amount of money that you are going to save in not only ammunition, but also all of the range fees that go included in that. So you can use it over and over and over and over. You pay for it once and you keep using it and you can really stay sharp. It helps you learn uh, your trigger pull. I know I have a 380 at home that it feels like you're you're pulling on the trigger for 10 million years. iTarget Pro has helped me immensely really learn that trigger pull. You got to stay accurate, you guys. Go to iTargetPro.com. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code NEWS. That is iTargetPro.com. Offer code NEWS. I'm sure this will come as a surprise to many of you that there is a new study out, says WebMD. A new study previously before unknown to anyone ever in the history of the world up until today, ladies and gentlemen, that people with a vitamin D deficiency are more likely to have a severe or critical case of COVID-19. This was published in a journal PLOS1, and um, WebMD tweeted about it, and now Now, all of a sudden, February 14th of 2022, they are telling us something that we were talking about in April, I believe, of 2020. There were already studies out. They had already shown that. But WebMD has finally acknowledged that that is true. And so now we get to all just say, oh, "Oh, good. I'm glad they're finally with us. Yay. We can stop killing people. This
2: is such a good one because it not only admitted regarding like critical COVID cases, it also conceded that it was a huge gap in mortality rate as well. I believe it was like two point, two point whatever percent. And it was like 25 percent in terms of the people that were uh, deficient yes. in, uh, with vitamin 25.6 e. yeah.
0: compared to two point right. three. Right.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and this was an Israeli study and they, they certainly took their time with this one because the data ended in February of last year mm-hmm. and now they've analyzed it a year later and we get this information but there were people that were alluding to this there were doctors that were alluding to this early on there may have not been uh, like some random control trials but it seemed that the evidence pointed to the fact that if you were vitamin D deficient you had some sort of uh, you, you may have had a more severe reaction than you otherwise would have mm-hmm. now Governments around the world there are only a couple of them, to be fair, but most of them in terms of the countries, they weren't going around telling people that, hey, maybe you should increase your vitamin D intake, be it going outside or you, you take it via via supplement. That's because it never had anything to do with health. Health. There was only one thing that you must do early on in the pandemic. It was mask. It was social distancing. It was stay in the bubble. After that, it was jab, 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 jab. It seems like when there's a solution that doesn't require Pfizer, Moderna, mm-hmm. AstraZeneca and mm-hmm. all of that, they don't really lead with that information. They kind of bury it, and then it's like, oh well, it turns out they were right about this vitamin D thing. These guys are criminals, and they deserve worse than uh, prison.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> did vitamin D uh, I can go get on Amazon very easily and it's, it's cheaper. very affordable. So yeah. of course the government
1: would not uh,
0: want to. Yeah, and you
1: could just go outside; it's free. <laughs> it's, true. it's true.
0: Although I will say, most Americans do have a vitamin D deficiency because we don't—we're not going outside.
1: Well, and that's—that's that's the thing too. Is you know the most. Antisocial people, the Mm -hmm. people who are like, we have too many people, overpopulation, we need a new plague. Like these are the people who were then so happy to see their antisocial proclivities be like mandated because they feel bad because they're like, everyone's having fun and I'm not because I'm insecure, I'm inside binge watching television and then everyone had to do that because the state said so and they felt like really good about that. But it's like, that's why there's, you know, the flu season or cold, it's not because you know it's colder outside, therefore your immune system is compromised. It's because you tend to be inside more, so you're around other people, you're not getting as much sunlight, and because you get that deficiency with vitamin D, like that's what makes your immune system weaker. But you would get banned from social media a year ago if you yeah. said, maybe go outside, can't hurt, right? They'd be like, no, you have to take the vaccine. You need chemicals. You don't need the sun that God created because he's just that nice. You need chemicals that Dr. Fauci oversaw the creation of.
0: Yeah, I mean, they would, they would literally call you out for yes. medical misinformation yep. for suggesting like, hey, it wouldn't hurt to just like give you an additional dose of vitamin D, which, by the way, not only should you be doing every day, day, well, I mean, get your vitamin D levels tested, um, but also especially in cold and flu season. Like when you're sick, when you're ill, if you have a cough, if you have a cold, anything like that, they well, the experts that I listen to always recommend that you increase your dosage of vitamin D, and they couldn't even admit that like there would be no negative to doing it.
2: Yeah, they found that was the order. I mean, that I can't remember his name, but uh, the uh, the lead doctor, that's what he was finally coming. Uh, to terms with it, exactly what it was that you said—that yeah, it may not help. There's not a downside really to taking—I <laughs> like, don't know—five thousand IU of, you of uh, vitamin D every day. Right. But yeah, it may—it it may help. We're we're starting to see this correlation. Like the correlation's been there. The early data was like available from South Korea before it even touched down here. Yet now, now it's news. Now it's oh, you did a, a study. What? What took you so long? I don't know. That actually had some sort of uh, like control group that was a part of it, mm-hmm. now we're here. These people are criminals, man. They are absolute criminals that they waited this long. And to your point, took people off of social media, if they dared mention this, or zinc, or mm-hmm. things that you could just get, I don't know, at the supplement spot at the grocery store down the street. It didn't require you to line up. And yeah, you can't really signal taking vitamin D. I don't know, going outside or going for, for a run, but you, know, you can wear your mask, hey, look at me, I'm taking a picture, here's my vaccine card. I'm fourth boosted in uh, and, and you can't really signal about that. And maybe that's what it had more to do with because you can't virtue signal with vitamin D.
0: Did you guys see I, I, I want to get to uh, what's going on in Ukraine uh, with Russia r- really quickly. But did you guys see that the CDC just recently tweeted out that uh, early treatment of covid is is very important now? hmm don't surprise me yeah they they've they've now tweeted out they've now they've now acknowledged that or early agency. treatment is key when previously when we had like all of those hundreds of thousands of people die uh, they sent them home and didn't give them anything to treat them and waited but now that there is a Pfizer backed pill that is an antiviral pill they're like oh you know what? Early treatment is uh, is very, very essential. Let's make sure to get you treated. So now they care. It's very interesting how that corresponds with Pfizer and Merck introducing these pills. Uh, all right. We've got we've got a couple minutes left. I do feel like we need to touch on what is going on in Ukraine. There is breaking news today. Ukrainian President Zelensky says that there is a Russian invasion expected on Wednesday. So they do expect to be attacked uh, by Russia this week. And uh, look, the United States Blinken just announced that the United States is in the process of temporarily relocating our embassy operations in Ukraine, uh, just because of the dramatic acceleration in the buildup of Russian forces. Um, are you guys are you guys concerned about this, John?
1: absolutely not only in the sense like the only reason i could be compelled to like care you know anytime george bush's approval rating would go down Karl rove would have him go to give a press conference talking about the terrorists and things like that and biden's approval rating is like astronomically low right now even rcp average has him at like 33 percent. so that's probably what this is i mean he's literally willing to send us to war just to save face but if we could establish some form of doctrine in eastern europe where they send like their 18 to 24 year old ukrainian women over to our country and we send our guys over there i would be in support of that, I think. But other than that, you know, I just <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, it great. is hard,
1: and that's a
2: good point. It's like this stuff starts to ramp up every time, and Biden I'm sure is going to uh, sit up here and lecture everybody about why we need to uh, get, get involved in and, and certainly other people's affairs and they're going to send your men well, your, your children for the most part, um, to go fight their, their wars that don't have much to do with them, but it's all about allies and all of this sort a um, stuff. Meanwhile, they're beating you upside the head within, you know, our territory and the government's facilitating that old Joseph Biden. So it's got to be interesting. But I'm just sorry it, 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 if people think that it makes me insensitive because I don't care. Again, I got my own government to worry about here. And as unfortunate of, of a situation that might come out of that, if anything, We still got our own issues that we need to take care of. Well,
0: also don't worry because uh, if you are an American who is trying to get out of Ukraine, the State Department has said that you could flee uh, into Poland, but you will have to show proof of your COVID-19 vaccination <laughs> in order to escape uh, anything that's going on. At that so. point,
1: yeah, the Russians would be liberators at that point. Like, <laughs> and people forget that. When we talk about like America fighting, what that means is that when we win, the Black Lives Matter flag goes up and the Pride red flag red. goes up. Like we're not winning and then all of a sudden they got like apple pie and picket fences. It's like, <laughs> it's just like enforced global libtardism, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, so put put us out of our misery. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, we gotta take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> by the way just as a a little side note on the story what's happening in ukraine apparently some ukrainian officials were like oh no, no no he was just being ironic with his comments even though he made it very clear that foreign intelligence reports have indicated that February 16th would be the day uh, that Russia it would invade and that it certainly would be this week. So who knows what's going on? That is an ever-developing story. I'm sure we will have the latest for you tomorrow, uh, and I'm sure it will have changed about 10 times by then, and <laughs> we will keep track of it. Uh, but uh, don't forget to go wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Uh, not only will you be able to listen to us on the go, you will also be helping us in the algorithm that we know is not, not in favor of conservatives. I'll put it that way. Uh, and as an added bonus, you may see your review read live on air like the one today from uh, Don's Beard. Interesting. Five stars. I'm always very careful when I read the uh, when I read the name. I'm like, I is this a trap? I don't know what I'm walking into. Maybe I should read these beforehand. I don't know, but I don't. New year, new you. It's February, and time to follow through with my resolution to leave a review for Sarah and her crew. Love the podcast. And from time to time, I've even got to tune in on YouTube. We appreciate it. Always love it uh, when you can catch the show on video. But remember, guys, we are available on audio, on the go. Make sure you subscribe and check it out. Thank you to both of my guests. Eric July, make sure to subscribe to his YouTube as well. Uh, John Doyle, heck off commie, subscribe to him. He's like the smartest young kid that I know. You're welcome.
1: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.